0: Welcome to What's That About? Luke, if Ricky Martin had a syndrome, what would it be? Ricky Martin? Livin' la Vika, yeah. locum, I don't know. Locum? Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing a stint in a hospital just as a casual. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> as if a really bad medical doctor's review hasn't done live in la vega locum. Uh, <laughs> I, I reckon they definitely have. <laughs> oh, very good. What were you hoping I was gonna say? Ah, uh, like a Havana reference. Even though is that racist? Where does it's, it what, he's not What does he have well, to do with Cuba? South, <laughs> South America? Sure, Cuba's I think it's Central America. It's America. Well, very general, Donnie. Very general. Let's 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 leave it there. Let's uh let's play the theme song. <laughs> We are back for another episode. Don, exciting news. I'm not sick for once. My uh, immune system is back from long service leave. I'm i We've healthy. called that 24-hour window, so we're going to make the most of it. <laughs> this is this good. Is, <laughs> it's going to be a high-energy, healthy podcast. Yeah, great. Very big news tonight, Don. Mm-hmm. We are going to conduct our first ever What's That About Listener survey. I'm excited. I'm just pausing for dramatic effect here. So, if you tolerate the What's That About podcast, fill out our survey. We're going to ask you, how'd you find out about it? Give us some feedback on it. And a few little fun questions along the way. Don, any, uh, <laughs> any other selling of this survey you want to do? Me and Luke have a bet as to how many people are actually going to bother going to their computer and or phone and finishing the survey. What do you reckon? I reckon we'll get three. <laughs> One of them will be me, one will be you, and I think Groomy's going to come out, and, out and help us out. Warren Groom. <laughs> I think he will. When I was uh, looking at free survey software, one of them kind of said, warning, free version only supports 40 survey responses. I'm like, <laughs> I think we'll be right. I think we'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> 40? Bloody hell, that'll last us for years. will <laughs> But we thought, because we've been around for four or five years now, it might be time to actually hear from the listeners, get a bit of feedback, fine-tune, bit of a refresh on the on the potty. What are you liking? What do you want more of? What do you want different? Um, and, yeah, survey. Generally, I think when you're dealing with low numbers, interviews are better, but we'll survey. We'll survey. So we're going to post the link up on our Facebook and our Instagram and, yeah, fill it out, surprise us, prove us wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get double figures I'd be stoked with double figures oh, Kill for double figures Yeah Um, Completely anonymous So click on the link Answer No one will know We won't know Go for gold Now Don Any grievances this week? No grievances uh, Some issues I'm not going to lie <laughs> So we've discussed previously That jeans can be worn For a, a while A lifetime without a wash Is that what you're saying? Well well You don't need to wash jeans yeah, A few weeks A few weeks? Yeah Do you reckon? Guess Yeah <laughs> a, little, anyway, a little bit longer than that yeah. Every now and again if I'll go to bed late I'll just get changed Clothes on the floor mm. Don't think about it Go to sleep Wake up in the morning This morning Put my pants on No problems Walked around the house Nearly left the house With my old underpants Down a pant <laughs> Has that Has that happened to you? I felt pretty foolish <laughs> That it happens to me all the time. I've got to. I've got to confess. It once <laughs> happened to me once. I actually got to work, and I had a pair of like work pants on, like trousers. Yeah. And then mid morning, I've reached down and felt a big lump on the inside of my calf. <laughs> <laughs> and then in my little cubicle in the open plan office, I've actually peeled out an underpants. <laughs> <laughs> and very. So hang cute. on. How- so you made it all the way into work, <laughs> oh, all the way into work with a big lump. It's like I had just been doing a lot of calf lifts in one leg, yeah. and then <laughs> the guy's ripped on his left <laughs> leg. I <It's> had <ripped>. <laughs> been walking around all morning to the coffee machine, to the toilet, to probably a meeting, and then <laughs> to try and sneak that underband from my trouser into my bag in an open-plan office. Yeah, I just bought the bag almost to the bottom of my pants and just slid it down. Oh, God, that's risky. <laughs> it was... So, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, good. I actually felt bad about myself, but now I feel good about myself. So, thanks for that. Can I also say, in that in that, in that that same job, and this was probably about 10 years ago, I also once went to the bathroom. And then, I'm not sure if this is in every country, but in, in Australia, a lot of the toilets have this little... It's like a toilet duck thing that is like a little... Hook that goes onto the toilet, and there's like a little little disc of detergent in it, which cleans the toilet when the water flushes. Doesn't look anything like a duck. I don't know. <laughs> it's <not> a duck, <laughs> but it's like a what little. What that's about? Isn't that's it... a separate episode. A... <laughs> <laughs> the toilet duck. Is it is it a duck or a toilet duck? Yeah, sure. I think it's called a toilet duck. Yeah, but doesn't look. I don't know like how it. ducks got got lumped with it because I wouldn't be happy with that. But one day I was uh, I was in there for a number two. And I pulled up my trousers and the back of my belt unhooked the little clip for the uh, toilet duck. And then the disc shot up into the air. And as I was pulling my pants up, the disc landed inside my underpants. It did not. It did. It absolutely did. And then I, then I pulled the pants up and it was caught by this cold disc in, my, in the back of my bum. I'll tell you what, though. Your bum has never been fresher. <laughs> It was excellent. bit blue. That was a bit weird. But it was... <laughs> <a> bit... <laughs> the thing is, I quickly got it out of there, pulled my pants up. But there was like this liquidy discharge. And I went back to the office. And then the guy I shared the cubicle with was like, something smells very minty. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... <laughs> I had to fess up and go to the toilet. Doug was just in my undies. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> it was like it was like a game of mousetrap where like a whole bunch of sequence of events happened in the, yeah. the little. Ball. You're more likely to win the lottery than to end up with the toilet ducking your pants. And then... <laughs> <laughs> this is what I actually said. On, it, was, it was like about four o'clock in the afternoon, so I just said, "On that note, I'm going to go home," and I just called it a day. I thought, I can't, yeah, I can't fair recover enough. from this. <laughs> Oh it was uh, bad. That is good. <laughs> How have you kept that up your sleeve? <laughs> or in your pants? It's you gotta let those stories out. <laughs> oh, that was great. It was a, that was a good day. So yeah. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> so before we get onto the topic today, just flagging later on we've got a social etiquette segment that relates to when people at the traffic lights try to clean your windscreen. We'll, uh, we'll come back to that later. But, Don, Havana syndrome. Hmm. Kick us off with a, a Don's definition. Uh, well, so, Havana syndrome is a set of medical signs and symptoms reported by United States and Canadian embassy staff, first in Havana, Cuba. With Havana? Havana. <laughs> Havana? 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 Let's, uh, let's just use it interchangeably. <laughs> Havana. Havana. Anyway, starting pretty recently, 2016, and then it has spread subsequently to other countries, including Austria, Germany, India, in the U.S. as well. Um, and they started calling it Unexplained Health Incidents or OOIS, which is kind of fun. OOIS, <laughs> is, the, is the, U-HIs. A- the acronym, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, OOIS. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is one of those topics which I think I suggested this one, because mm. there's a lot of mystery around this. And so these CIA agents in late 2016 were in Cuba and they started experiencing these very unusual symptoms all of a sudden. Yeah. And so I think there was like, it it started with like they they would hear a sound inside their head, like a buzzing sound or a grinding metal sound. uh, Or if they didn't hear the sound, they felt like a pressure in their skull. And whether they covered their ears or not didn't make a difference. Like, there was the sound was inside their head. Yeah. And they felt heat and pressure. And it was just, all of a sudden this, whoa, what's going on here? I'm having these very unusual symptoms. And that was the beginning of Havana syndrome in 2016. And so I think they actually shut the US embassy down, didn't they, to try and investigate. And it was a big deal. That's right. They sent Cuban diplomats home from the US and they shut down kind of the US embassy in Cuba. And this mm. is in the backdrop of like, I don't, I'm not good on history, but apparently like Cuba and Russia, a bit of a, a tension for decades. Yeah. And then they kind of resumed kind of open borders from 2015. So this is in the context of a big kind of history here that these agents are getting these unusual symptoms. And I reckon it probably is worth playing on. I found on the internet, the sound that these people were reporting. Okay. Can you uh can you play a little clip of the sound that they're hearing in their heads? There we go. What are your thoughts? It's annoying. It's very annoying. certainly annoying. Yeah. What would your reaction be, Don, if you were just cooking a you know, two-minute noodle on the stove and that zapped into your Stove? Head? Microwave. Do you use right. a stove or microwave? Microwave. Ah, look, I do a bit of both. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we're getting sidetracked again. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> what would I do? My reaction be? hmm uh, look, I'd probably I know, just look confused for a little bit and then get on with my day. <laughs> That's about it. How would our grandma have reacted? I should have said Saffron. Saffron's. Our <laughs> grandma. The only time anything unusual happened, her response was Saffron's. which I, yeah, think- I actually don't know what that <laughs> word is to this day. <laughs> Saffron's. I don't know what that is. To be fair, my name's Donovan. For the last few years and on birthday cards, she wrote Dovan. So... <laughs> <laughs> Surference. Surference. Um, yeah so this obviously small numbers of people you know they'll they, were, they were particularly like they were diplomats that had kind of special intelligence type roles were getting zapped mm. with these things and to this day no one knows what has caused this and so we'll talk through the theories in a minute but there are those immediate symptoms and then there's other symptoms that come on from that like dizziness and fatigue and memory loss yeah. And a whole bunch of stuff that for some people has lasted years, but has this sudden onset when people were representing the United States overseas in diplomatic or security roles. We don't know why why this is happening. So that's kind of the the mystery of Havana syndrome, which I find fascinating. Yeah. It is interesting. It's something that doesn't have a lot of press, I would say. No, I think it'd be it's a genuine mystery at this point. It is, yeah, and I, I hadn't really followed. I saw, you know, occasionally you see a headline about it, but not a lot of detail. So it was only this mm. week when we started researching that I finally was like, "Oh, so this is what they're talking about." Yeah, and even scientists—you suggested it two weeks ago. Well, don't uh, don't <laughs> fact check me on a timeline. Yeah, <laughs> um, even scientists are in disagreement about what. Is a a plausible or a feasible explanation for what they're experiencing. So let's just discuss some of the theories. So they reckon the most likely culprit are microwaves. Like literally a microwave being shot through the wall in a kind of a a targeted pulsed microwave into someone's brain. If it was winter, wouldn't be so bad. Just warm up a little. Warm up a little bit. (laughs) Great. Just a slight defrost for one minute would be not too bad. <laughs> just Strap a uh, microwave popcorn yeah. to your head, and you yeah. will get to the bottom. And they of started this. rotating in a circle in their seat, <laughs> which is weird. And <laughs> just, just quickly on microwaves. Hmm. What's the deal with those buttons at the top? You know, like you got your cook buttons, but then also there's this weird random amount of like just random foods at the top. Like, there's a baked potato, and there's like a hot dog. Who's microwaving hot dogs? (laughs) Who's deciding of all the foods? I think hot dogs, hot dogs the one up there. That's what we need. Are people putting in like a Frankfurt and just a bun and just pushing that button and it's coming out (laughs) like perfectly? What's going on? (laughs) It's so weird. A single fish. Yeah, I'm just going to microwave a fish. How often are people doing this, that they need a specific button? <laughs> sometimes they're really specific, like hot dog, but times yeah. they're really general, like dessert. Like, yeah, what? that's true. It just covers all of them, just all of them. Yeah, just all the desserts, it's fine. I put some ice cream in the other day, melted it, ruined, ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, so I did learn that you know, the microwave heats up food by effectively getting all the molecules to move more rapidly, which creates heat, which is how your food gets hot. So, mm. if you put a microwave... So, it is like a microwave stun gun through the wall. You, they're kind of arguing that the, the vibrations of your molecules impacts your nervous system. So, you get all these weird symptoms is one theory. Yeah. And I guess in favor of that theory is the idea that apparently a while ago, like 20 years ago, Russia was shooting microwave rays into the U.S. embassy in Russia, in Moscow. Yeah, that was bathing the whole building, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then the the U.S. could see it because it was a massive satellite dish pointed at them in the next building. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, what's that about? But no (laughs) one felt symptoms. They just went, what is that big satellite (laughs) dish pointing at us for? So, like, on that side of it, it's like, okay, well, there's history of trying to use microwaves as a weapon. And obviously, technology over time might have gotten better. So, instead of it being a massive, uh, you know, florist truck out the front with a radar gun on top, (laughs) (laughs) it could be a smaller gun is kind of one thing. And then, like, when people looked at the brains of people that had suffered Havana syndrome, some scientists were saying their brains are different. They've got kind of white matter damage. And they were kind of saying it's like they've been concussed, but they haven't had a head knock. So, it's mm. like a, a non-contact concussion. So, that was one of the theories is that it was actually just like this, it was all psychological, this massive psychological thing. How would you describe it's that? It's like a mass, a mass hysteria. We'll, yeah. we'll come back to the, the kind of the psychological explanation in a minute. But, yeah, there were some people saying, well, no, because there are genuine, you know, differences on the brain scans, it can't be psychological, but... There are reasons that's rubbish that we'll come to in a minute. But then other mm. other scientists also said, if you randomly plucked, you know, twenty people from the general population, they're all going to have funky things going on in their brain that might be similar to what was found on the scans of these diplomats. So that, yeah, you they really need to have some diplomats that had previously had an MRI that you could compare it to would be ideal. Yeah, or ideally these same diplomats. Yeah, the pre and post. That's right. Yeah. 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 The um, and so that's kind of, and then other people say, no, this this microwave theory is ridiculous because a, you know, our technology that we know about for microwaves is like it's almost like the size of a lounge chair is how these machines are, and the 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 idea that they could wheel that up to the the front door of an apartment and shoot that through and get away without anyone knowing is ridiculous. Yeah. But also, people reckon that people that really know about microwaves say that if you're able to hear those kind of sounds, you have a level of microwave penetrating you that will actually fry your brain. And so they're kind of saying it doesn't really make sense that you can hear this sound because if you could hear that sound, your brain would be fried and that's not really feasible. So there are are some scientists that reckon mm. this is just rubbish and others that reckon the microwave stun gun is the most likely explanation for what's going on here. Hmm, It's crazy. It's like James Bond kind of stuff. It is it's amazing because it's kind of like if just say it just say it's Russia and apparently America off the record believe Russia is is actually conducting these microwave stun gun attacks on US diplomats and and yeah. agents that's apparently their belief like what is the end game here like unless it's an eavesdropping device you're going to like secretly just zap someone so they feel a bit dizzy yeah. and nauseous just been well, a jerk, really. Well, you're just being a jerk, you're not gaining anything <laughs> from that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite um explanation was a Cuban study suggested it was the sound of this particular type of cricket, like a Cuban, yes, a rare Cuban cricket. Having done this podcast for five years, we're pretty used to the sound of crickets and we've <laughs> never had these <laughs> symptoms, so <laughs> I don't think that holds much weight. <laughs> I read that one as well, and apparently the audio that we played earlier, where there was like a particular kind of cricket that was native to Cuba, mm. and when they overlaid the sound files, apparently they were identical. Oh, really? And they were like, "It was this sound is the sound of a cricket," and the, one of these the cricket experts imagine being a cricket expert—be great. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that. <laughs> We're used to hearing crickets outside, but if you put a cricket inside and you hear the noise it makes and it echoes around a small apartment room, it can be very distressingly loud. Right. And so, his theory is crickets, but I'm like, oh, surely a cricket in your bedroom is not going to leave you with five years of dizziness and nausea. But also, surely it would have been established at some point in the last... A thousand years That this was an effect Of that cricket <laughs> yes, <It's like> Suddenly <laughs> They've just been waiting To 2016 Let's ramp it up boys And then <laughs> These poor US diplomats <laughs> Exactly right So I think yeah. the uh, The cricket theory Not looking good Which really leaves The Kind of the, the psychosomatic theory Which is You know Someone Started having these weird symptoms That yeah. they couldn't explain And they're always vague It's always vague symptoms yeah. Then word got around that, hey, maybe something's attacking us. And then the mm. next time someone had a headache, they were like, oh, maybe I'm being attacked. And then it spreads from there in the way that if you kind of are told that a meal might give you food poisoning, you then yeah. start feeling a bit ill. And so they It's a classic thing. It's like, like often if someone at work, like if one of the patients has like scabies or nits. Suddenly, we're getting itchy. Yeah. Like, it's it's a, the power of suggestion. Is that the nocebo effect? It actually is, yes. Because I, yeah. I read someone say it's like the reverse placebo effect. Yeah. Re- great episode in the podcast. Re- one, of my, one of my finest. Remember that when you're filling out the survey? Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly that. Exactly the same thing. And so, then once word starts spreading around these communities, and apparently, the CIA was very on the front foot about we're being attacked ...by a new type of weapon that is causing these damages... ...you're going to be hypervigilant, you're going to be stressed... ...and those kind of psychogenic illnesses... ...are often, you know, very, very primed when you're stressed... ...and so there's, there's a lot of kind of contagion that happens within the intelligence community... ...so that's kind of the third theory is this is all psychogenic... ...which isn't to say it's not like... ...like you can have real biological effects of things that have a psychological trigger... MRI changes? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Like the mind and the body are so interconnected. And that's where all the these you know, these people, these psychogenic theory people are kind of saying it annoys them that people are saying just because there's biological effects, it can't have a, a psychological trigger, because that's just not how the mind and the body work. They they each influence mm. each other. Um so at this stage of the game, I'm leaning towards this theory is most likely true. Really? Because there's been like hundreds of cases, 150, 160 documented cases of it. Oh yeah, very powerful stuff. Interesting. <laughs> That's possible. Who knows? I like the cricket. The cricket theory. <laughs> personally, just because you you're imagining Jiminy Cricket in there, kind of causing some mischief. Yeah. <whistles> <laughs> That's what I'm imagining. The but uh, the apparently the Cubans have been investigating it themselves. Mm. And they went through all the theories and said each of them is ridiculous. The yeah. only, the only sensible explanation at the moment is we don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Which is very sensible from the Cubans. It's also a classic ending to a What's That About episode. We go through <laughs> yeah. This whole thing, and then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> remember the days of the Hangover episode, where there was clear answers to questions. I remember. Uh, that was my suggestion. That's what I want. Simple question, simple answer. Satisfied listener that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> Alright then we'll, we'll end on that note Ending already I feel this is This is premature Yeah but it's also Kind of nice yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest There was nothing else That uh, tickled your fancy About this one I have, I've got nothing else Now as It's established that I do A lot worse research Than you do or more efficient I'm not sure it, uh, I'm going to say more efficient Have you got anything else you want to say? <laughs> no, I actually don't no. I think that's yeah. uh, that's the guts of it I uh, thought it was quite interesting Yeah, it's an, it's an interesting thing right. Havana syndrome That's uh... <laughs> that's a wrap It's a wrap So, let's move on Let's hit our social etiquette segment Hit the music If you've got a social problem That makes you want to run in hide Let me recommend you Etiquette Guide Luke and Don's Etiquette guide If you want Okay, Luke. Yep. I was, the other day, I was at the, at the traffic lights mm. and in Canberra, and I think it's pretty established around the world, you get a bunch of guys they'll come up, they'll wash your windscreen often if you ask if you've got a dirty windscreen um, or sometimes a little psychological play is they'll just do your windscreen mm. without asking hoping that you feel guilty and that you'll give money. Usually, um, I hold firm. I didn't ask for it. I don't give him anything. But this time, I was there with my girlfriend. Didn't want to look. Want, I was trying to impress her a little bit. Um, <laughs> Gee, what a low bar for her. Impressive, yeah. like giving a guy 20 cents for cleaning your windscreen. Yeah. Well, this is this is the issue. So, I said, all right. Basically, well, she actually guilted me into it. So, I had two $1 coins on my dash. I picked them up, opened the window. When she was finished, it was a girl. I said, ah, sorry, I've only got $2. She looked at me, shook her head and says, don't bother. And then walked off without taking the $2. Don't bother for $2? Don't bother. Now, my question is, it was 30 seconds of work, bit of a shabby job. <laughs> you, is it worth more than $2? Just to clarify, sorry, did you ask for it or did she just start doing it. it? No. And you just didn't um, for, intervene? For me yeah. to ask for a window washer from a random thing, I've got to be pretty much covered in mud. <laughs> I am not going <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it because I just, <laughs> I'd rather do it myself at a survey. So, yeah, I didn't ask for it. She just did it trying to get me into it. I thought, right, I'll just give her a couple of bucks. Yeah. And not enough. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I was shocked. shocked. Yeah. I was shocked. I have a long history of, yeah, I've never asked for a windscreen clean. Yeah. But I'll, this is the exact sequence of events. Similar to what you have described. They'll say, can I do your window? I'll say, oh, no, thanks. It's all right. Then they'll go, you're right, you're right. I'll do it. Oh, you're right, you're right. And they'll just do it. Yeah. And then I'll proceed to give them whatever money I've got. That Mm -hmm. happens every time because I always think clearly they're in more need of this money than I am. So, I'll just give them what I've got. And that could be anywhere from 20 cents in which I'll say, so sorry, I've only got 20 cents. Yeah. (laughs) Never had it rejected on the side note there. Never had it rejected. Yeah, of course. Or it could be a bit more than that. Whatever I've got. But I've never had someone reject (laughs) what I offered. Yeah. Like, first of all, if I had asked for it. I would have thought two bucks would be a reasonable thing for 30 seconds of work. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Do you reckon? Absolutely. Two bucks? Like, Like, it's not a lot, but are you expecting more than two bucks for what you did to my windscreen? What do you think she was expecting? A fiver, maybe? A a note. I have no idea. Well, there's another thing. I never have cash, so I don't know. I I was shocked. (laughs) I thought $2 is not ridiculous. I'm I'm with you. $2 is more than reasonable for the work done. Our mum is famous. She would have literally given 10 cents and thought it was a reasonable offer. 10 cents, there you go. I remember an exact moment at our local shops a long time ago where some teenagers were cleaning windscreens. Mum parked the car to go to the local IGA or grocer or whatever. One of the boys said, I'll do your windscreen. Mum goes, Okay, she does it. Mum then hands the kid five cents. <laughs> without any sense of, this is not much money. And then out in the car, I'm like, you can't give them five cents. And she goes, it only took them 10 seconds. Like, that's all yeah. it's worth. Look, like, that's a fair point. She makes a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, there's nothing really you can do. I think... Uh... <laughs> so, I guess in that situation, when they just do your windscreen and you haven't asked for it, do you give her money? Because usually I don't if I'm not trying to impress someone. Didn't work. <laughs> Just made a fool of me. She didn't come to the party, the old windscreen washer. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a sequence of events. I'm gonna try and impress my girlfriend by giving two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. $2, <laughs> two one dollars. Two one dollars look like more than money than the two dollar coin. I love that some people Will like wrestle a wild animal, or they will, <laughs> they will put their jacket over a puddle. Nah, you are gi- <laughs> you are giving someone two dollars. <laughs> yeah, two dollar coin. <laughs> very good. Yeah, um, she broke up with me. That's, um, that's been it has been very insightful in more ways than one. <laughs> um, so that's uh that's the social etiquette segment. Give yeah. money if you've got the money, but if you give it and they reject it, it's on them. That's the yeah. uh, that's the takeout? Yeah, interesting stuff. <laughs> um... <laughs> so probably a little shorter than normal. If you like that, tell us in the survey. If you don't like that, just tell us in the survey. That's all you and need to do. If you want more, was that about? Just tell us in the survey. What, what kind of questions do you think we need to ask in this survey, Don? We're, we had the idea of the survey about two minutes before going to air. I like I like Who's saying funnier, going to Done. Well, we don't need to ask that. <laughs> that is uh, that's an unnecessary question. What what do you have in mind? Like what, what should we put in this survey? Well, I reckon uh, who's funnier? Me or Luke? Well, uh, I don't wanna know who's smarter. Not interested. <laughs> boring. I don't think, um, I, don't think I'm on <laughs> I don't think I want that one either. I think you do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who we'll have I think it's mostly gonna be how did you find out about what's that about? And then a bunch of stupid questions. <laughs> basically just for our own amusement. <laughs> Whose on air burps are most obvious? Because yeah, I've seen you leaning away from the microphone multiple times tonight. Because I'm classy, I don't. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to get a a burp button installed just so I can press it during those moments. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is a what's that about? Probably a little, probably less time between episodes than normal. Would you think? This is this uh, is quite. Soon. Depends how quickly I edit it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I think I feel like for, you're. And this is initiated by you which is very unusual. I've got I've had a week off work so I'm like actually I've got a little bit of little bit, little bit of time. I might a bit fill a out, time. I might fill out the survey uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then well thank you for listening. Don't forget to fill out the survey and we will and leave us we a. we haven't had a, re- haven't had a review oh, yeah. for a long time. we haven't been contacted on Instagram for quite a long time as well. so get in touch. Um, get in touch. Don't care what you say. <clears throat> just, just let us know you're out there, just so we can be clear on the call to action. Where would you put the survey versus the review versus the the uh, the message? In in terms of importance? Yeah. What do you want people to do first? Ooh, uh, maybe review. Review before survey. Review first. This is a big survey launch, and you've undercut it with a review. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a survey last, actually. <laughs> All righty, on, uh, on that note. All right, so hit us up on the socials. What's that about on Facebook? Just search it, uh, WT Podcast on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Don't do it that much, uh, but we'll get it. Get in contact. What's that about at Outlook.com and uh, fill out the survey. It's exciting times. All righty. Have a good one, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Bye. (laughs) Sweet dreams, everyone. Okay, bye. All right. Nighty night. night, Bye. (laughs) (laughs)